0: Study Article 21 This article will be studied during the week of July 18th through 24th. Revelation, What It Means for Your Future Theme text, Amen, Come Lord Jesus, Revelation 2220 Song 142 holding fast to our hope. Preview This is the final article in the series on the book of Revelation. As we will see in this article, those who remain faithful to Jehovah will have a bright future, but those who oppose God's rulership will come to a humiliating end. Paragraph 1 Question What important decision do all humans need to make? People today have an important decision to make. Will they support Jehovah God as the rightful ruler of the universe, or will they stand behind his vicious enemy, Satan the devil? There is no middle ground. Whatever decision they make will affect their everlasting future. During the Great Tribulation, they will be marked either for survival or for destruction. Revelation 7.14 Paragraph 2. Question A. What does Hebrews 10.35-39 encourage us to do? Question B. How can the book of Revelation help us? Hebrews ten thirty five through 39 reads, Therefore do not throw away your boldness, which will be richly rewarded. For you need endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the fulfillment of the promise. For yet a very little while, and the one who is coming will arrive, and will not delay. But my righteous one, will live by reason of faith, and if he shrinks back, I have no pleasure in him. Now, we are not the sort who shrink back to destruction, but the sort who have faith for the preserving of our lives. If you have chosen to support Jehovah's rulership, you have made a wise decision. Now, You are eager to help others make the right choice. To that end, you can use the information in the book of Revelation to help them. That remarkable book reveals what will happen to those who oppose Jehovah, but it also highlights the blessings that come to those who loyally support his rulership. We do well to consider such vital truths. Doing so will strengthen our resolve to keep on serving Jehovah. In addition, we can use what we have learned to help others make the right decision and stick to it. Paragraph 3 Question What will we consider in this article? In this article, we will consider these questions. What is in store for those who support God's rulership? On the other hand, what will happen to those who choose to support the scarlet colored wild beast portrayed in the pages of the book of Revelation? What lies ahead for faithful ones? Paragraph 4 Question What group does the Apostle John see with Jesus in heaven? In a vision, the Apostle John sees two groups who support Jehovah's rulership and receive the blessings of everlasting life. The first group numbers 144,000. They are taken from the earth to form a government or kingdom with Jesus in heaven. Along with him, they rule over the earth. In the vision, John sees them standing with Jesus on heavenly Mount Zion. Paragraph 5, Question What Will Soon Happen to the Remaining Ones of the 144,000? Down through the centuries, thousands have been selected to be part of the 144,000. John, however, is told that only a remnant or a small number would be alive on earth during the last days. These remaining ones will receive their final seal of Jehovah's approval before the outbreak of the Great Tribulation. Then, sometime during the Great Tribulation, this remnant will be taken to heaven to join the rest of the 144,000 who have already died faithful. There they will become co-rulers with Jesus in God's kingdom. Paragraph 6 and 7, Question A. What group does John next see, and what do we learn about them? Question B. Why should Revelation chapter 7 be of interest to both the remnant and the great crowd? After seeing the heavenly group, John sees a great crowd, unlike the one hundred forty four thousand. This group cannot be numbered revelation seven nine and ten. What do we learn about them? John is told these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb revelation seven fourteen Upon surviving the great tribulation, this great crowd will live here on earth and enjoy amazing blessings. Whether we have been selected to go to heaven or will remain here on earth, do we see ourselves in this description recorded in Revelation chapter 7? We should. What an exciting time that will be for both groups of God's servants. We will be overjoyed that we chose to support Jehovah's rulership. What else does the book of Revelation tell us about the great tribulation? What lies ahead for those who oppose God? Paragraph 8 Question How will the Great Tribulation start, and how will most people be affected? As mentioned in the preceding article, the political elements of this world will soon turn on Babylon the Great, the world empire of false religion. This action will mark the beginning of the Great Tribulation. Will this result in a flood of new ones deciding to turn to the worship of Jehovah? No. To the contrary, Revelation chapter 6 shows that at that critical time, people who are not serving Jehovah will seek protection from the political and commercial systems of this world, which are compared to mountains. Since those people will not take a stand in favor of God's kingdom, Jehovah will consider them to be opposers. Paragraph 9 Question How will Jehovah's people stand out as different during the Great Tribulation, and with what result? Truly, Jehovah's faithful servants will stand out as different during that desperate time of tribulation they will still be the only group of people on earth serving jehovah god and refusing to give their support to the wild beast revelation 13:14-17 their firm stand will provoke the rage of those who oppose jehovah as a result a coalition of nations will attack god's people all over the earth this act of mad aggression is described prophetically as the attack of Gog of Magog. Paragraph 10 question As described at Revelation 19:19 19, 19 through 21, how will Jehovah react to this attack on his people? How will Jehovah react to this vicious attack? He tells us my great rage will flare up. Ezekiel 38.18 and 21-23 through 23. Revelation chapter 19 describes what happens next. Jehovah sends forth His Son to defend His people and to defeat their enemies. Jesus will be joined in this counterattack by the armies in heaven, the faithful angels, together with the 144,000 revelation 19:11 through 15 what is the outcome of this war the total annihilation of all humans and organizations opposing jehovah revelation 19:19 19, 19 through 21 reads and i saw the wild beast and the kings of the earth and their armies "'gathered together to wage war "'against the one seated on the horse "'and against his army. "'And the wild beast was caught, "'and along with it the false prophet "'that performed in front of it "'the signs with which he misled "'those who received the mark of the wild beast "'and those who worship its image. "'While still alive, "'they both were hurled into the fiery lake "'that burns with sulfur.' but the rest were killed off with the long sword that proceeded out of the mouth of the one seated on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. After the War, A Wedding Paragraph 11. Question. What special event takes place as the climax of the book of Revelation? Just imagine how faithful ones on earth will feel to survive the total destruction of God's enemies. What a time of rejoicing that will be! Although there will be a great shout of joy in heaven when Babylon the Great is destroyed, there is something else that will bring greater joy. It is, in fact, the climax of the book of Revelation. The Marriage of the Lamb. Revelation nineteen six through 9 Paragraph 12, Question As indicated at Revelation 21, 1 and 2, when will the marriage of the Lamb take place? When does the marriage take place? All the 144,000 will be in heaven just before the War of Armageddon is fought. However, that will not be the time for the marriage of the Lamb. Revelation 21, 1 and 2 reads, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the former heaven and the former earth had passed away, and the sea is no more. I also saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, And prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. The marriage of the Lamb takes place after the War of Armageddon has been fought, and all of God's enemies have been removed. Paragraph 13. Question What does the marriage of the Lamb really mean for those involved? What does the marriage of the Lamb really mean for those involved? well, just as a marriage joins a man and a woman together, so this symbolic marriage unites the King, Jesus Christ, with his bride, the 144,000. That climactic event inaugurates the new government that will rule the earth for 1,000 years. A Glorious City and Your Future Paragraphs 14 and 15. Question. To what does Revelation chapter 21 compare the 144,000? Next, Revelation chapter 21 compares the 144,000 to an extremely beautiful city called New Jerusalem. This city is based on twelve foundation stones that have written on them the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Why would this fact capture John's interest? Because he saw his name written on one of those stones. What a grand privilege! Revelation twenty-one ten 10-14 this symbolic city looks like no other. It has a main street of pure gold, twelve gates of pearl, walls and foundations adorned with precious stones, and with perfectly balanced measurements. Still, something seems to be missing. Notice what John next tells us. I did not see a temple in it, For Jehovah God the Almighty is its temple, also the Lamb is. And the city has no need of the sun nor of the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God illuminated it, and its lamp was the Lamb. Revelation chapter 21, verses 22 and 23. Those who make up the New Jerusalem will have direct access to Jehovah. Thus, Jehovah and Jesus are the temple in that city. The cover picture caption reads, Revelation chapter 21 depicts the symbolic city of New Jerusalem as coming down out of heaven from God. During the millennium, it will bring countless blessings to obedient mankind. Paragraph 16. Question. What will mankind experience during the thousand-year reign of God's kingdom? It is thrilling for the anointed to contemplate this city. But those who cherish the earthly hope also have reason to be interested in it. During the thousand-year reign of God's kingdom the new Jerusalem will bring countless blessings. John sees these blessings flowing forth as a river of water of life. And on both sides of the river are trees of life that produce leaves for the healing of the nations. Revelation 22, 1 and 2. All humans then living will have an opportunity to benefit from those provisions. Gradually, all obedient humankind will be brought to perfection. There will be no more sickness, no more pain, and no more tears of sorrow. Paragraph 17 Question As Revelation 20, 11-13 shows, who will benefit from the thousand-year reign? who will benefit from these wonderful provisions? First of all, the great crowd of Armageddon survivors, along with any children who may be born in the new world. But Revelation chapter 20 also promises that the dead will be resurrected. Revelation 20, 11 through 13 reads, And I saw a great white throne, and the one seated on it. From before him the earth and the heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and scrolls were opened. But another scroll was opened. It is the scroll of life. The dead were judged out of those things written in the scrolls according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead in it, and death and the grave gave up the dead in them, and they were judged individually according to their deeds. Faithful righteous ones who died in the past, along with unrighteous ones, who did not receive an adequate opportunity to learn about Jehovah, will all come back to life here on the earth. Does this mean that everyone will be resurrected to life on earth during the thousand-year reign? No. Those who wickedly rejected the opportunity to serve Jehovah before their death will not be raised to life. They had their chance and proved that they were not worthy of life on the paradise earth. The picture caption reads, Who will benefit from the provisions represented by a river and by trees? The Final Outcome Paragraph 18 Question What will be the situation on earth by the end of the one thousand years? By the end of the 1,000 years, all those living on earth will have been restored to perfect life. No longer will anyone living be affected by the sin that was originally inherited from Adam. The curse of Adamic sin will have been completely removed. In that way, those on earth will come to life as perfect humans at the end of the one thousand years. Revelation 20, verse 5. Paragraph 19, Question. Why is there a need for a final test? We know that Jesus resisted Satan's efforts to make him compromise his integrity. He remained faithful under test. But Will all perfect humans be willing to do so when Satan is given an opportunity to test them? Each one will be able to answer this question for himself when Satan is released from the abyss at the end of the one thousand years. Those who prove faithful during this final test will receive everlasting life and finally enjoy true freedom. Those who rebel will be destroyed forever, along with the devil and his demons. Paragraph 20. Question. How do you feel about the thrilling prophecies found in the book of Revelation? How do you feel after considering this brief overview of the book of Revelation? Is it not exciting to see yourself in these amazing prophecies? Does it not make you want to invite others to join us in the pure worship of our God? As our minds and hearts are stirred by these intriguing future events, we are certainly motivated to echo the words of the Apostle John, who said, Amen. Come Lord Jesus Revelation 22:20 20. How would you answer What decision do we need to make now What is the marriage of the lamb What blessings await faithful servants of Jehovah Song 27 The revealing of God's sons End of article